Today is Friday, January 6th, 2023. Happy New Year. This is my first podcast for 2023. And today is also a sad reminder of the two-year anniversary of the January 6th insurrection. Uh, when I got up this morning, they were um, well, I was watching Good Morning America, and they um, talked about it being the two-year anniversary, and I was like, oh my God, I remember that day. It was horrifying watching all of that on the, live on the TV and stuff. Um, so there's that. And it's also my brother's birthday. <laughs> Not that they're related in any way, except that it's the same date. My brother turns 60 years old today. And um, he's the next closest brother to me, I think. I mean, closest in terms of age. <laughs> anyway, so the last time I left you, I think I was... I, well, I had talked about Betsy, but I do have a Betsy update. Um, you might remember that um, I made friends with this lady in my building, and she's 80 years old, and we've been um, getting together and drinking wine and having tea and talking, and I took her to get her um, to have some surgery done on her leg, and uh, I was supposed to take her on the 30th to get her stitches out, but um, she said that she didn't need me to take her, that she was be just fine. And um, she took herself and got the stitches out and she was fine. But since then, we've had um, many more um, interactions, I should say. I have had, well, we, we quickly moved from tea to wine <laughs> in our, uh, when we get together. Uh, I always go up to her house. She's, she lives a couple floors above me. But um, we've had wine a couple of times. We've talked about a lot of books and she gave me a couple of book recommendations and lent me a couple of books. And um, I'm reading one right now called The Hunter, The Hunter in the Dark, Hunters in the Dark, something like that. Um, I haven't picked it up for a couple of days, so I need to remember it. But anyway, so we've talked about books and then on, we went out to dinner as well. I, did I talk about that on a previous show? I don't remember. But we went out to dinner. Um, she she took me out to dinner to thank me for taking her to the doctor that day. And we were at the restaurant at like 5.30 in the afternoon or evening. And we didn't leave until like 9.30. <laughs> so we were there like four hours. We drank a couple glasses of wine. We did not get tipsy at all. And the restaurant that we were going to was literally just up the street. But because she has... I wouldn't say she really does have mobility issues, but it's, it would be easier to drive because it's a steep hill and she didn't want to walk. And I was totally fine with that, so I drove us up there and um, did ballet parking and everything. Uh, but we had a really nice dinner. Um, then uh, my husband came home from his vacation, uh, seeing his parents for the holidays, and then we had uh, uh, our New Year's um, well, as we have every year, a New Year's uh, dinner party, and we had a total of seven of us all together, and we had a wonderful dinner. My husband made uh, black-eyed peas to start with, black-eyed peas and andouille sausage, real andouille sausage from New Orleans. And then we had some kind of, well, I didn't eat it, but um, he made some kind of cabbage salad that he kind of like stir-fried, and then it had shrimp and mandarin oranges, slices in it. Um, and everyone said it was delicious. And then we had pork pork ribs? Was it pork ribs? I think it was pork ribs, but I had a steak, so I didn't eat the pork ribs. But um, we had a great time. Um, we ha Then at midnight, we watched the ball drop, and everyone enjoyed wine and champagne. And then pretty much by 1230, 
<laughs> everyone left or went home, which was fine because then we cleaned up and stuff. And although I didn't get to bed that night because I was doing dishes, because you know the deal always is if my husband does all the cooking, then I do the dishes. And I am a little bit particular, so I was up until three o'clock in the morning cleaning up the house and cleaning up the dishes and running the dishwasher and emptying the dishwasher and all that kind of thing. Um, but we had a really, really nice New Year's and it was fun. Then um, uh, that was on, that was Saturday the 31st. And then on the 1st, we took a walk. Um, our first day, we always like to take a walk around the neighborhood and we went up to the cathedral and um, I took my big camera and took some pictures of some birds. And then uh, we kind of relaxed in the, in the e- afternoon, evening. Then on Monday... Betsy invited us up to have wine, both myself and my husband, because um, she said, "I know you, I know you more now than I know your husband," because she had met my husband years ago. But they just, you know, were like, say hi in the hallway or whatever, in the lobby or whatever. So um, we went up and we had wine, and we stayed for about an hour and a half and just chatting and um, catching up. And um, Betsy was talking about our our careers because you know we're all in education and stuff, so. Um, there was that. And so we had a really nice time and that was the last time I saw her. And that was, uh, what's today? Oh, today's the sixth. That was on Monday. So today's Friday the sixth. Yes. So that was on Monday. Um, but we do have plans to get together again, I think next week. I don't know. I don't remember which day it is, but we're going to get together one day next week and um, talk about books and stuff. So that's my update on Betsy. She's doing well. We're still, um, getting together for, as I said, we're now drinking wine instead of tea. (laughs) But anyway, so that was our New Year's weekend and an update on Betsy. Now, I've got lots of little things to talk about. And the first one is um, Kathy Bacon commented on Twitter that I am not listening to Daniel Brewer about, um, is it Daniel Brewer? What did she say? She says, clearly Archer Radio doesn't listen to Geeky Gay TV um, and his co-host, who no longer tweets, but toots. And that reminded me that trucker Alex had told me that they call tweets on Mastodon, they call them toots. And then Kathy Bacon uh, tweeted that uh, yesterday. So now I know that they're not tweets, they're toots on Mastodon. And since then, I've also connected with Faye Driver on Mastodon and um Kevin in Florida, I believe, um, also connected with me on Mastodon, which is good. But I'm still not spending very much time on Mastodon. I posted the uh, episode last week on Mastodon, and um, some people liked it and so forth. But last, uh, my last podcast, I talked about recommendations for what to watch on the streaming services. And Trucker Alex commented on Twitter that I should watch Smiley on Netflix. So I checked it out right away, and it is a Spanish. Um, it's a Spanish show about the about a bunch of gays at and the, at this bar, and um, well, I've only watched like the first two episodes, so I can't really say. But it is worth watching, and I'm going to keep watching it. Um, the only thing I it, it's a little off-putting is that it is dubbed in English. So when you see the people talking in Spanish, the English is on top of it, uh, you know, in your head. You know, that's what you hear is the English. So it's a little like the, the, the uh, lips don't match the words. 
but I've watched other shows like that and I get used to it after a while. But um, it looks like a really good show and I'm going to keep watching it. So thank you, Chuck or Alex, for that recommendation on Netflix. And then I got an email from the Faye driver and he had lots of recommendations, some on Netflix, some on HBO Max. Um, he recommended uh, the documentaries, The Great Hack, which he explained in the email. Where's the email? There it is. That The Great Hack is about the Cambridge Analytic, um, how Cambridge Analytics swung the 26th election into Trump's hands. Then he recommended the Fry Festival, um, which was a, uh, how a grifter sold millions of dollars of tickets in a major music festival in the Bahamas. That was a total fiasco, and I actually remember that. And he also recommended FIFA Uncovered, which is a documentary about the crooked, uh, the soccer organization, how crooked the soccer organization FIFA is. Um, and he said there are no hot soccer players, just ugly fat billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Faye. He's got a great thing, a great descriptions there. Now, I will say thank you, Faye, for those recommendations for documentaries, but I don't find any of them compelling enough to watch. I, I am familiar with all three of them, but I, I don't have an interest in them, so I probably will not watch them. But I do appreciate the recommendations. But then he went on to... Um, recommend more things. And he says, these are either on Crave or on HBO Max. And the first one is a Dan Levy show. He was from Schitt's Creek um, called The Great Big Brunch Competition. I was not familiar with this one. He says, 10 contestants cook brunch foods for three judges to win $300,000. Now that actually sounds like fun. So I might have to check that out. Then um, he says, the next one is called Friend of the Family. He says, it's a very creepy real-life portrayal of Jan Broberg being kidnapped by a good family friend in the 70s and 80s and the total manipulation of the entire family. Um, well, he says that that's either on Crave or HBO Max, and I'm not familiar with what Crave is, but I will say, um, Faye, that I watched Friend of the Family, but on Peacock, on the Peacock Network on the Peacock streaming service. And that really was a good series. I, I really did enjoy that. It was like a dramatization of the um, documentary, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's a really good one. I, and I may have already spoken about that on the podcast. I don't remember, but in any case, that's a good one. And then he went on to say, Peacemaker, which is a comedy shoot 'em up with John Cena. John Cena, C-E-N-A. I don't know if you say it. I think Cena. Anyway, he plays an assassin superhero. He says, this might not be to your style, but it is quirky. And John Cena runs around in his underwear a lot in episode two. The very first episode opens with a recap of stuff that happened in some other prequel, which is very confusing, but just roll with it. Um, I know John Cena and I have seen him in things and I just don't care for that guy. I don't care how good his body is or whatever but I don't really like him. So I probably won't watch that one either. So of all your recommendations there, Faye, I think the bit, the best one I'm going to check out is the great big brunch competition. That sounds like fun. And I do love Dan Levy. So that should be a good one. And like I said, I already watched friend in the family. So, I mean, that's a lot of recommendations and I really do appreciate the time you spent to go through those with me. I appreciate it. Um, I haven't written you back yet on your email, but I will. And we did have a nice new year, he says there in the email. And I hope you did too. 
So thank you for that recommendation. Now, I was going to say that um, currently, like right now, literally I just stopped uh, stopped watching this um, show before I um, started this podcast. I'm currently watching Death in the Dorms on Hulu. It's um, a documentary series about college kids who were murdered and then they go about telling you about the case and about the people and then how it was solved and, uh, you know, what happens to the person who did the killing and so forth. Um, there are, I think there's six episodes and I've watched the first three and it's really good. I'm really enjoying that. Again, it's called Death in the Dorms and it's on Hulu. Um, good one. So, but in, in between um, starting to watch Death in the Dorms and, and these other ones that have been mentioned, Smiley and um, the others, I went back and I watched um, Heartstopper again, the entire series again, which I just love. I just cannot get enough of it. Um, and then I've been watching a ton of videos on YouTube, of course. But um, yeah, so that's what I'm currently watching is Death in the Dorms. And I may end up watching the whole rest of it today. I've got a, I've got a million little things to do, but uh, I might watch that. Now, um, besides all of that, you know what's going on in our Congress right now. They're trying to elect a Speaker of the House, and Kevin McCarthy is trying to be that Speaker. I believe we are currently, as I speak at 1 p.m. on Friday, January 6th, in the 12th vote for Speaker of the House. Now, if I go to the... um, Okay, there's no update. They're currently counting the votes. I'm at um, WashingtonPost.com. And it says, McCarthy vows progress as speaker voting and enters the fourth day. And they are right now on the 12th, 12th vote. I can, they have a live feed and, um, oh, they're all up. They're all standing up clapping. What, what did something just happen? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll um, check back with that. But the reason I'm saying, I'm telling you this is because on Twitter, um, Jay Smith or Jay at Orlando sent me a tweet that says, um, since you live in D.C. and are a calming influence, can I nominate you for speaker? <laughs> and I wrote back, sure, I don't have anything, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate that. And I will certainly, certainly uh, take over the job as speaker. At least, if nothing else, I will take the salary that is involved with I believe he gets $175,000 a year or something like that. Um, so there's that. Now, um, okay, I thought this was going to take me a long time, but it's not. <laughs> anyway, so I um, am a bird watcher, as most of you know. And when I every year I start a new count of the birds that I photograph and see. Well, as I mentioned earlier, on January 1st, my husband and I went out for a walk and I found three birds on the very first day. Um, a crow, a one of the sparrows. I don't remember which sparrow it is. Uh, oh, just a regular old sparrow. And a, um, a European, European starling. So um, I didn't start out very strong. I think last year I had like eight birds on the first day, but we didn't walk that far and, and you know, go to a specifically bird areas necessarily. But yesterday, being the fifth, I went to a park that's kind of far away from my house. It's a good 40 minutes um, called Huntley Meadows. And I was able to photograph eight new birds. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, eight new birds. And the biggest surprise was 
a wild turkey in a tree. I couldn't believe it. I've never photographed a wild turkey before. And I got this wild turkey. And I just Maybe I'll even um, put the picture on Mastodon when I post about the show. But um, and I'm not putting it on Twitter. So if you want to see it, you're going to have to go to, over to Mastodon. Well, actually, I'll probably put it on the website too. But it's so cool up in a tree, wild turkey. Looks really cool. So now I have my list for this year, for 2023, this being the sixth day of January, I have 11 birds already on my list. Now, if I look back at my website um, from last year, and what was my total count? I think, I think it was 54. Oh, no, it's only 52. So I ended the year with 52 birds um, last year for 2022. And that, and I know it doesn't, doesn't sound like very much, but I don't count them unless I actually have a good photograph of them. So that kind of limits it. If I don't get a good picture of it, I won't count it. But now I'm starting with 11 for um, 2023. So moving on to a completely different subject and the title of this podcast called Hair Removal Friday. This is totally unrelated to anything else I've talked about today. But I'm thinking most people, maybe more men than women, but most people can relate to this. As you get older, I know I've talked about this before too. As you get older, your body starts um, uh, growing hair out of different places. And, you know, you have to keep track of that, you know, keep up with that uh, maintenance. So about every week to 10 days, I have a hair removal day where I will um, shave, trim my goatee, I will trim my um, eyebrows, I will pluck the hairs out of my ears and out of my nose. And today I did a little extra by trimming um, some of my bushy chest hair because I don't like how, this is what I don't like. I don't like how on men, older, older men specifically, how the gray hairs stick out at the top of their shirt collar. I cannot stand that. So I don't want that to happen on me. So I trimmed those hairs at the top of my chest so that they won't stick out. <laughs> I know, it's like the craziest thing. But, you know, when you get older and the hair starts growing everywhere, you you think of these things. Now, my husband has actually become pretty ha uh, pretty hairy in his older age. I've noticed recently that his chest hair is nice. Well, I say nice and fluffy, but it's he's got a lot of chest hair and hair on his tummy. And he's starting to grow hair on, on, on his shoulders, on his back. But um, he trims that and waxes it and stuff, so it's not a big deal. But I'm just thinking, I'm like, every man goes through this. Every man, you know, the older you get, this hair starts growing out of places. You know, and my hair on my head is definitely thinning, you know, but I'm almost 60. I'm 58. Um, and that happens just naturally. You know, as you grow older, you lose you lose your hair, or it thins. For me, it's thinning out, I should say. And both my parents had very thinning hair as they, when they got older too. But um, I mean, eventually, I'm sure I will have. You know, I think I already do have a little bit of a bald spot on the back of my head, the typical uh, male pattern baldness. My twin brother, um, he is completely bald. So, well, not completely. He's got hair on the sides, but, you know, the, the landing strip on the top of his head is, is um, completely bald. So, you know, you got to do that every once in a while is to take care of this hair and, you know, keep yourself neat and trimmed. Same thing with your fingernails and your toenails. Like today I cut my fingernails and they look beautiful. They are totally on point. 
And you got to, I keep my toenail, to, excuse me, toenails, my fingernails, I keep them really short and I keep my toenails short as well. But I don't think my toenails grow nearly as fast as my fingernails because I think, I know I'm having to cut my fingernails about every, about every 10 days or so um, before they get too long. And I really do not like long fingernails on men. And I know I've said that before. But anyway, so the the reason for the title of, of this podcast is because this morning, I while I was listening to Good Morning America, because I can hear the TV from my bathroom, um, I was doing all this trimming and uh, plucking and cutting and all this stuff on the hair. Oh, you know, and I certainly didn't mean to leave out the bush. You have to you have to trim the bush. But I keep that. You know, I'm pretty much on top of that, keeping that. Because I don't, I don't like that long at all. <laughs> anyway, so I thought I had a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, I did talk about a lot of stuff, but um, I mean, a lot of different topics. But the main thing was this uh, hair removal Friday, because you know it could be not necessarily on a Friday, but you got to stay on top of this hair thing. I mean, it's 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 never ending. You got to constantly be on it. Um, and pretty much that's going to be the way for the rest of my life because it just keeps growing. And doesn't go away. And then, of course, gray hairs. I have when I was trimming my eyebrows. I'm like, oh my god, there's like five or six gray hairs. Do I pluck them or just leave them? Let them go. I think at this point, I'm just going to let them go. Anyway, enough about that. I hope you guys had a wonderful New Year's and you are having a great New Year. So far, mine's great too. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I have for today, boys and girls. And until next time. Bye. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.